We took a weekend off from touring And so we made our way back home We heard our house party was brewing It's Friday, so let's get drunk, yeah Well, boys, I went to the gym today did you? I wow. did. I Solid did. workout? And uh, I, did an, I did an hour's worth of cardio. I did 30 minutes on the stairs, and then I did 30 minutes on the treadmill at an incline. Burned about 700 calories, and I'm going to drink all that progress 700? away. 700? Yeah. yeah. And I'm about to drink all that away. Yeah, Welcome. Three beers, you're not, your workout was useless? Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, how many calories per beer? I mean, it's, uh, it's kind of a wash. Welcome, everybody, to the Last Call podcast on this glorious Friday. I'm your host, Aaron Thompson. Alongside me, as always, are my co-hosts, Nick Warner and Sean. So, we haven't streamed in a while. We haven't? I don't think so. No, I guess it's been a while. But... Thank you to N. Schaefer for being first in the chat room. As always. As always. Um, so, anyways, how was your, uh, your guys' week? You had a, a full... Well, this was your second week of your new job. I'm 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 official now. I'm a big boy. I got a new job. You got a badge and everything. Yeah. Wow. You're letting them know who you are. Yeah, I'm really doing that training. Making a name for yourself. It's I, fun though. I'm excited. What new, about new beginnings? What about you, Sean? It wasn't too bad. Just a classic week at work. Nothing crazy. Oh, good. Nothing exciting. Good. Well, welcome everybody to our. Uh, hopefully, the podcast will be more exciting than our weeks. But welcome everybody. Where uh, Nick, Sean, and I try to do this podcast while drinking six beers in sixty minutes. Each beer does have to be at or above five percent alcohol by volume. Uh, we started doing brew reviews a few weeks ago. Uh, if you haven't listened to the audio version of the podcast, uh, so we're going to continue that tradition this week. Uh, this week's beer comes to us from Warner, I believe, right? Yeah. Now, so I, I think I told the story the last time I got brew review that I spent a lot of time at the store looking around. This time it didn't happen. I walked in the the usual store that we go to, and there's a man with a little table. And I'm like, oh, this is interesting. What's a sales guy from, you know, showing off the beer that they're they're brewing? Uh, Whatever they had. And so I had a taste test. And so I tried, like, a couple of their beers. Okay, I'm throwing an asterisk next to this brewer review. No. You got to taste it before you got it. <laughs> False. I bought False. shit False. beer without False. tasting Will it. Will you let me finish? Will you let me finish? Because you're wrong. Mm. I didn't try this one. You tried a different one. I tried a different one. Okay. I'll let, I'll let it pass. We're going to see the tapes on this one. I'm going to go get the security footage from that liquor store. And I want to I want proof that you didn't try this one. Because I have been putting my neck on the line bringing a shit beer week, at, week after week. <laughs> and I, if you're like, oh, no, I got a taste test of this before I brought it to you guys, I'm going to be upset. You know, I was like I said, I was always worried about I didn't want to be the one that had the lowest rating. Well, now you have two of the lowest ratings. So now I definitely don't lose sleep at night. Yeah. All right, all right, so, all right. Yeah, anyway, this is um, Haze Capacitor uh, brewed by Against the Grain, and I believe the guy said they're out of Louisville, right by the Louisville Bats. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Louisville, Kentucky. They're, they're right by the Louisville Bats Stadium, so is what the, he said. So the brewery is Against the Grain. Yes, correct. The The beer is, uh, Haze Capacitor is a hazy IPA, and I think it's 7.5% by volume. It is a cool it. can. It's I, a sweet can. I like the can. It's like a, it's a Back to the Future. It's the what DeLorean? Is yeah, that the car? It's definitely retro wave, you know, kind of style. Here. I do wish the name of the beer was where the brewery name was because I thought Against the Grain was the name of the beer. Yeah, they but. they have a lot of good names, but yeah, I love it all around. Uh, um, what do you call it? A, 
the theme is all like you said back to the future it says great scott imagine disrupting the space-time continuum continuum by creating a hazy ipa blah 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 so love it art on the can everything related to it this has a huge head on it too like it's not yeah, going down like i have this problem weird. every time where i pour this beer late and so i'm the last to review it because there's too much head on the beer you so gotta, you just gotta get in there bud all right sean so what's uh what's your take uh i mean it, it's a it's got the classic ipa taste you can taste the hops um i want to compare it to like there was a I can't remember what brewer it was. It was, it was a very similar taste to it. Um, um, I was just at Sun King here in Indy the other day. They have a beer. They have a hazy IPA. It tastes kind of similar to that. I forget what the name of it which is. Which I feel but. like they all do. Like, I mean, IPAs or IPAs. Same thing with lagers, anything else. Um, but I, I think I'd give it a solid 6.7 out of 10. Okay. 6.7. 6.7. Um, I'll let you review it last. Um. I do like it. I think it's a good beer. It's a solid uh, hazy IPA. Nothing like over the top crazy about it, but it's solid. It's I'd very prob- drinkable. Yeah, very drinkable. That's, that's, that's usually our drinkability is definitely one of the. Uh, it's one of our favorite phrases. One of the criteria. Yeah. Um, I'll give this one a. I'll give it a six point three. Six point three. All right. Um, I gave it a seven point oh. Okay, I'm a fan. Uh, the salesman having that guy there definitely helped. I probably wouldn't have picked it up if it wasn't for him, but uh, I'm glad I did. I, I enjoy it. Uh, that gives us an average last call podcast score of six point seven. Nice. As Sean nailed it on the average. Your your six point seven was right. Um, untapped score was a seven point five two. Converted. Wow! Wow! Damn. Usually one of us is close to that. Yeah. Seven so. five two, it's good. Like I said, I don't know yeah. that it separates itself from the other. Like that's kind of why I rated it. I don't think it separates itself from the other hazy IPAs. Well, yeah. I think, but like, isn't the only difference between like a regular IPA and a hazy IPAs is this one's just not filtered. Essentially, is yeah. this just a big beer just getting to us with you know just cheapening their production lines? To <laughs> they don't. Yeah, they don't have the they filtration. Don't filter, but, oh no, it's a new thing called a high, hazy IPA, and like. Because I mean, it always the first time I ever had one, I was like, "This kind of is weird that I can't see through it. it looks kind of gross." But I mean, it's an IPA, so no, it's uh, don't it's drink the solid beer. So again, I still continue to have the worst of the beers. Do better, <laughs> do better. It's me I'm next week. Trying, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm, well, I know what to expect. A fucking sour, which again, I'm not upset about. But yeah. you are living. We, in- we should we should have a rule on it. Like you can only do so many of this. Nah, there's no rule. Like the, gonna, the whole point we're is, we're gonna just, have all IPAs, or we're gonna have all, all sours. Saying, I am putting my neck out there with the different beers I'm taking. You are yeah. going the safe route, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, yeah. But hey, I'm, I'm putting up points on the board. That's the whole point of it. I promise, know? guys, I'll do better. No, you won't. You suck. All right. So no, good beer. Good beer. Nice choice. Good sales guy. Thank you. Yeah, he I did very I, good. I can't believe that liquor store actually had like a sales guy in there because it's a yeah. small store. Yeah, he took up basically half the store. He took, <laughs> but he did. He, he was didn't. trying to get to this other reason. Actually, sir, wait. You need to try this one. Well, I I walk in, I open the door, and I make direct eye contact on eye contact with him. I'm like, oh well, I'm stuck in. He's pulling me in, and then he offered me a cup, and I'm like, okay, well now I have to. So that's why you walk in with AirPods, and then like even if you make eye contact with people, you can just say like, oh, sorry, I'm, uh, phone, it was, it was, I'm on a phone call. Get and sorry, Jerry said, sell, sell, sell. <laughs> why the fuck would you not? He, this he, guy's in my he, way. He, he was on it though, man. He's like, 
And I was like, oh, you guys have your stuff in the store? And he goes, yep, it's right over here. And it basically like coerced Just me over here, over. <laughs> showed me right where it was. I looked and I was like, yep, I'm going to grab that one. I'm going to grab this other one from your brewery. So I bought two sets. The beer's kind of expensive, though. I'll tell you that. Is it? I think for the yeah. four pack of Tall Boys, 16 ounce beers, one was like fourteen ninety nine. Jesus. And then the other one was like sixteen ninety nine. God like damn! So for a four pack, yeah, uh, uh, of I well, mean they're tall for boys. Eight total beers. Okay, got, well, yeah, got, but it's thirty bucks. Uh, but, it's but, every every three tall boys is a fourth. Well, I took a fourth ch- twelve ounce. I so. took a chance and bought my beer super early as well. Hopefully, I mean obviously this one was good. Hopefully their other one that you bought is good as well. Yeah, so. uh, Wait, was I might that yours. No, that's not mine. No, 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 no. I'll, I'll gladly that. take it because it's going to be better than whatever I pick out. But no, no, no. You got to find your own. Fine. You got to be a big boy. All right, got to be no, a big fine. boy. All right. Well, where do we want to start tonight? There's um, Warner. You said you had something you wanted to talk about. Let's start with you. I. I uh, you you done? Uh, sorry. No. I, I, no. I. I, I, I um. Do you want to start with uh with the topic that you found? Um. No. I'll let you start off. Sorry, okay. I'm a little flustered right now. That's okay. I've got a, a couple topics that are, are relevant uh, at the moment. Um, so we can go Taylor Swift. We can go FTX. Or we can go the World Cup. Actually, let's start with the World Cup. Oh, okay. I want to start with the World Cup because we briefly touched on it at the end of last episode where uh, we talked about like all the stuff going around Qatar where they had a bunch of... Um, migrant workers die while they were trying to build all of these stadiums to host the world cup and so on and so forth still excited for it but some more shenanigans have come out of qatar regarding the world cup shenanigans shenanigans that's what you're calling it i'm calling them shenanigans Shenanigans. so the biggest one in my opinion is they decided they're not going to sell beer in the stadiums two like two days ago i thought drinking uh, i don't know about Qatar, but I know drinking in a lot of the Middle Eastern countries is it's, like illegal. It's frowned upon. Like you, frowned you can, upon or you illegal? Can, well, I think so it depends. It depends on the country. Things. It well, depends on the country. I think it's more over. I thought it was around venues, like uh, stadiums, couldn't sell because I thought they, the same issue was down in Brazil. Or there was another country that they had kind of a similar thing going, where like the World Cup was there, and then. Basically, FIFA forced the local government to change the rules, and they were able to sell alcohol during the World Cup, but then no other time. And same thing, I think, with the Olympics down in Brazil was that they like originally you weren't allowed to sell alcohol to stadium, and now it's like no, you, if you're going to have our stuff here, you're going to have to do it. Just a side note, I do think it's crazy that sports have that much power that they will literally change laws. For example, here in Indianapolis, when the Super Bowl came to town, open container, they they changed the law where you can walk around in. All of Marion County, which is where the Indianapolis, mm-hmm. all of Marion County, you can walk down the street with an open beer and mm-hmm. the police will do nothing. Yep. Like, because that's the law. You're allowed to do that now. Yep. It's almost like one of those things where they're like, okay, this is going to be a big issue. We're not going to enforce it. It's going to be impossible to enforce. Let's just change the law. Well, I, like it's easier to change the law than it is to enforce the it's law. It's easier to change the law, but Indianapolis also hosts some pretty big events. They host the, uh, the Big Ten Championship game. Almost for, every year for football. It, it, it is every year. Oh, it is? Every oh. year. We used to do basketball, too, as well. The, occasionally, Indianapolis gets... Um, it's good they centrally used to, located. They used to get the Final Four 
like like they they change the locations, but they do host some of the bigger games during March Madness. Yeah. Um. So the NCAA alone is a big deal, and especially the convention center as well, being right downtown and all of the really large conventions that come through too. It just can make sense because for anyone that's not familiar with Indianapolis, we have a street that runs oh uh, god all the way up to the convention center called Georgia Street, and it just has bars and restaurants along it. So it just makes really like very good sense like oh yeah you know people want to walk around with their beers and you know that's fine but but the fact that sports is what changed the law not just like the common citizen saying hey this would be a good idea no sports is what actually got that law to change so i don't know what the laws are in qatar originally i had heard that they were going to have different drinking venues that you could drink in those venues and they had a cut off time it wasn't like you could just sit there and drink all day like there were different rules about the drinking spots but i i think they were going to sell beer inside the stadiums it was budweiser specifically quite possibly have the world cup i have already booked my ticket to Qatar. (laughs) (laughs) but they decided no more of that no mas so that's obviously a, a big for anybody traveling to qatar to watch the world cup obviously i think that's a big you know that's not cool or like that's not fun you know we want to drink have a good time but well, I mean, again we'll, but we'll, again it's their country it's we'll their see, laws we'll so. see how long it lasts like the, like, like i said they strong fifa already strong on other countries into just saying all right fuck you like it this is gonna happen regardless of whether because I, I mean i feel like they could still pull out and like you know fuck it we'll do something somewhere else that's established that already has everything well the fifa already has its own corruption issues and i don't what, no. what any bot organization any of that doesn't well there's rumors floating around there that some ecuadorian players have been leaking to media outlets that the qatari government um went to Equ- the ecuadorian team and offered them like eight million dollars to throw their first game against the qatar team <laughs> because qatar is in it because they're the host nation if you're the host nation you automatically get a team mm-hmm. So there's been leaks coming out that the Qatari government may have gone to the Ecuadorians and said, we want you to throw this first game. Here's $8 million. You can split it among your players. Only $8 million? Man. It might have been they approached a couple of players. Again, these are rumors, but they've been floated out there from multiple sources that the Qatar government might have tried to influence that game. And match fixing has become an issue. I feel like that's it, but that's like a thing with any sport like at this point now I, I very rarely care about like outcomes of especially even championship games because there's so many there's so much money tied up into it and people are like oh yeah fuck it throw it and then all these crazy oh I didn't know he was going to be out the other thing that I've been seeing is a bunch of videos and they've been having parades through the streets of Qatar like multiple multiple weeks before the World Cup of like different countries like all these people with carrying flags and jerseys and stuff like that marching down the street and this is like two or three weeks even before the world cup so nobody who is there for the world cup from that country would probably be doing this you're not staying in qatar for three weeks before the world cup oh absolutely not so and then when you look at the people in these jerseys all of them look middle eastern none of like some one of the videos i saw is like you tell me that guy is from spain and like all of them look uh, Middle Eastern, right? They don't look Hispanic. They don't look. Yeah, but what if their favorite player plays for Spain? But there's a lot of them. 
and like be a but, lot of people from the u.s that don't support the u.s no 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 but it's every single nation the brazilian squad that marches down all look middle eastern the dutch supporters all look middle eastern you tell me how many people in uh, holland or yeah it's holland right the netherlands yeah in the netherlands how many of them look middle eastern it's it's not a big proportion well, i mean who's all gonna be there already though i mean you're gonna tell me that i mean i guess it starts in november right so, so it is november but, but i i don't know so well there's suspicion that the the again the qatari government recruited a bunch of essentially paid actors to hype up i mean it's not like that's, the world Cup. it's not like that's illegal or oh, no, controversial it's, oh it's no. not I, I i get a lot of people where it's like you know, you, you want it to be hype, you want to be crazy, so you're going to try to do whatever you can. And if that means paying people and giving them a jersey to draw more attention to it, you're going to do it. I just think it, it's almost like they're trying to make it look organic, but it also looks like this is definitely staged. So yeah. I, I mean, I, you never know. Some of those some of those people that live in Qatar, maybe they do, like, once again. They, I mean, their they team... They have a favorite that plays for... You know, Ronaldo's from Spain, right? Portugal. 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 Sorry. I, uh, close, but yeah. Um, maybe their you know, favorite player is Ronaldo. And I understand that. And like, and to be fair, I don't know the last time, if ever, Qatar has been in the World Cup. So I don't, I don't know if they've ever been in a World Cup. So maybe it's like, oh, this is our chance to, you know, we're in the World Cup. So maybe everybody did become fans of different nations or whatever. But again, you don't I mean, see. Look, think, think about how many people live in like a state like the Colts. It, like if we're bad in a season, how many people are like, eh, I'm just going to start rooting for another team. <laughs> no, they're, they're bandwagon fans. I get that. But Qatar's national football team has never qualified for any single FIFA World Cup since the country's independence in 1971. Till this year. Yeah. Till this year. So, so when they're, when they're, when they're hosting congratulations. it. Congratulations. Yep. And they're hosting it. So, yep. and that's literally might be the only reason. They might have qualified legitimately, but again, if you're the host nation, you automatically get a team. Yeah. So I don't. This is their first ever. So you would think that a lot more people, especially the Qatari people, would be like really excited about that. But again, you never know. It just there's a lot of question marks. Uh, I also saw a Danish uh, media, like a news report, where they got shut down. They're in the middle of like a broadcast of like talking about the World Cup, and then some guys on a golf cart, like four guys, two security officers, and then two, you know, like the I don't know what they're the technically called, but like the sheiks that wear like the um, headdress, you know what I mean? Like they're wearing the gowns, and I don't I don't know what those are called. Yeah, I don't know either. So, but but I know what two you're two about. of those yep. guys and the two security guards show up and shut down the broadcast. Huh? Yeah. And then, like, the the Qatari government came out and said, oh, we're so sorry for the misunderstanding or whatever. So, like, there's a lot of kind of weird stuff going on in Qatar. And so I'm very curious to see if this World Cup goes off without a hitch or there's going to be a lot more questions about... I mean, I think there already is. Like, I, I don't follow soccer or football outside of the U.S. for everybody else. Um like really at all like i know the, like i know the champions league i know it's huge i know that's like one of the biggest soccer things ever but i feel like the fifa world cup is just like i just i don't think it's that big because no one ever seems to care about it like i always overhear about it when it's done it's like oh yeah oh happened. i i love the world cup more than i love club soccer 
I, I and I don't love club soccer. I don't know why I phrased it that way. I love the World Cup because it's exciting. It's every nation going up against each other. You put your best out on the field. And like for whatever reason, I still have hope in the American team, even though they let me down every single World Cup. We didn't even make the last World Cup. No, so, the women's team does really well. Well, yeah, but like that's kind of expected. We talked to that a little bit last last time as well. But like I'm good with uh, I just I like World Cup soccer. Club soccer? Eh. Are you talking about US club soccer? Oh, the MLS is a joke. It's an Are absolute, you talking about club soccer like uh the, It doesn't matter kid, champion you, yeah, like the Champions, Champions League, League, Bundesliga, like all yeah. of those like big major uh I think you would if you lived over there. Oh no, I would, but I don't. I mean, so I, like I, don't. I, <laughs> so yeah. I don't. But that's why I like the World Cup because it's our best going up against the world. And it's really fun to see like the different countries, like in the stands, like the different um like the way they celebrate in the stands, right? And like how excited the fans are. I don't know. You could say that about club soccer as well. It's just say, like, that's where like when like even the U S like that's I feel like it's one sport that like the like U S has never cared about is soccer. Like we just don't really give a shit about no. It. But but again, I, I think we've talked about this before. If all of our best athletes in America decided to play soccer instead of football, basketball, baseball, what hockey, whatever, we would dominate the entire world in soccer. It like would not LeBron James playing if soccer. He, if if yeah, you put him insane. if you put him in the box to to hit a header on a corner kick, who's gonna out jump him? Nobody. Like nobody's out jumping him, nobody's out athleticizing him to get to that ball. If you put at one point, you remember the show Sports Science, and I again I think I've already said this before on the podcast. Sports Science did something on Calvin Johnson, the wide receiver for the Detroit Lions. His catch radius was the size of a two car garage. If you threw a ball anywhere within the range of a two-car garage, Calvin Johnson, theoretically, with his vertical, his height, his hands, everything, could catch it. Put him in a goal, nothing's getting by him. But I think that also, like, they were just talking in terms of a football, though. Like, I feel like a a soccer kick, like, you know, a a shot on goal for a soccer kick versus a pass that's thrown from 50 yards, the speed's going to be a little bit different. Like a lot of that's kind of rolling in there. But like but, I'm not I'm not saying that could the U.S. be good at soccer? Absolutely. Yeah. But historically, we just don't give a shit about it. So I don't think that like ever having any kind of buy-in and on the men's team being good. It's like no, like soccer is the most popular sport in the world, and we're the only country that doesn't care about it. But there's so. and, and and there's let's be honest, we're, we're a capitalist country, right? And then so. Most yeah, the of the, most of the stuff that's going to pay well, it's going to be football, it's going to be ba- basketball, and it's going to be baseball. Those are the three sports I that st- pay the most in the U.S. So people are going to go where the money goes. I Talent's still it's not going to go that way. I still don't know where baseball gets the money to pay these guys the way they pay. It them. is America's I, I literally have no idea where this money comes from. Old money, old money. It's 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 it's, it's that's America's insane. pastime. I mean, but, tip- tickets are expensive, but there's a lot of games in a year. How many? 170? 162 games. 62? Twice the NBA league. So, but the point was about that is that if you were to take our best athletes and in from childhood, they just played soccer. They didn't play other sports. They played soccer yeah. like every other country in the world. Yeah, I understood. We yeah. would dominate the world. There's, I, there is zero doubt in my mind that if you took our best athletes in the world and they played from childhood, so LeBron James is now a soccer player. He never played basketball. All yeah. he did was play soccer. Yes. Dominate. But I, I'm very curious. I'm going to watch the World Cup. It starts around Thanksgiving. I think it starts this upcoming weekend. Week, weekend. Um, 
So I'm excited, but yeah, there's a lot of weird stuff going on. So I'm seeing, I'm curious to see how that goes, but you mentioned, um, tickets, right? You were talking about soccer and ticket prices and that's how we pay. I was talking about baseball. baseball prices. Yeah. But you were saying how they're kind of expensive and tickets yes. and all that kind of stuff. Yep. Well, that's going to transition me into my Taylor Swift. Okay. <laughs> Did you guys hear the debacle that Taylor Swift's fans got into with Ticketmaster? Yes. No, I haven't. You didn't? Uh, no, I've been I've been living on a rock for the past two weeks, actually. Like, yeah. legitimately, I haven't really paid attention to much. Hey, you got a new job. Don't be too hard on yeah, yourself. Yeah, I'm focusing on that right now. So here's the article from TechCrunch. Ticketmaster faces antitrust scrutiny after Taylor Swift ticket chaos. So okay. I this is a very high level. I don't know all of the details because I don't follow Taylor Swift that closely. But I've seen the CDs in your room. Stop. He's lying. <laughs> Stop lying. He's lying. He's been a Swifty since forever. You caught me. So I guess you have that little sign you keep holding out st- out like in your window. Like, Taylor, I hey, love you. Hey, you doing okay? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm cutting grass right now. Will you leave me alone? So what? It's kind of weird. So Taylor Swift announced a new tour, and okay. her fans are going crazy over it because I don't know when the last time she toured was. No idea. But they're going absolutely. They're going absolutely nuts. Okay. And. Taylor Swift, I th- I believe she started a thing where you could essentially subscribe to be 2018 a- last tour date. Holy cow! Four years, really? So I thought it would. I thought 2020 was a stretch. Like I said that very subtly. I said 2020. That's crazy. So because she was still super popular, right? Well, she's apparently still that popular because I guess she started. I believe she started. A program where you could become a verified fan. What the fuck is that? So you like, pay money and you're now a verified fan. It's like becoming verified on Twitter. Yes, oh. it's so stupid. So I mean, it's, it, you're my fan. Oh. So what verified fans were supposed to get was early access to her tour, like ticket sales to her tour. <clears throat> well, they went on sale, and a lot of tickets were going through Ticketmaster, and Originally, I think they said they had 1.5 million like verified fans that were supposed to get early access, and 14 million ended up when they went on sale accessing the site and crashed the Ticketmaster site. So like nobody was able to get tickets, all this stuff. Ticketmaster is claiming that the site was flooded with a whole bunch of bots, which I can see that is that is a thing that were trying to buy up all the tickets to resell them yeah. at a higher price. And so once the dust settled. I heard like nosebleed seats for her show were going for a thousand dollars a piece. Yeah. And so Taylor Swift obviously is not happy. She's like, look, all my fans want to see me and all these people didn't get tickets that were supposed to be able to get tickets. And now they're saying like, why did we go through Ticketmaster? Uh, surprisingly though, this is not the first time something like this has happened with Ticketmaster. Oh, all the time with Ticketmaster. Well, no, Pearl Jam took Ticketmaster to court in oh. 1994. Because they toured, and then this a similar thing happened where like people couldn't get tickets, and like that was back when people had to go. Well, I guess internet was somewhat around, but yeah, not well, as prevalent. It, right? No one could call the house while you were trying to get on. Yeah, there. exactly. Dial up DSL band. So to Pearl Jam took Ticketmaster to court because of price gouging and all that kind of stuff. It's a similar thing. They went anti horrible about that. They went antitrust. Well, then apparently Ticketmaster, according to Pearl Jam, 
they couldn't find other venues to perform at because Ticketmaster was calling these venues and essentially getting these venues to boycott Pearl Jam. Said no, thank you. So this is not the first time that Ticketmaster has been in hot water, but now with Taylor Swift and all the Swifties who are absolutely crazy people, in my opinion. That's you. I, Why are you disassociating yourself? <laughs> so Stop me trying to distance so yourself. Myself and all the other Swifties <laughs> yeah. are. Thank he you. was sitting in that pre-sale lobby ex- screaming at his computer, like, "What the fuck? I can't get in here." <laughs> Acceptance is the first step. So. There, Taylor Swift has kind of turned her attention towards Ticketmaster saying this isn't right, all that kind of stuff. And now um, there is a potential where they, the SEC is going to get involved and talk about Ticketmaster being antitrust. And so, again, this is a very high level, you know, information on the scenario. But I just think it's one crazy that like Taylor Swift is still that popular, I guess. I don't know. I thought it was crazy when, uh, you know, Sean and I were talking that Blink-182, like the original three are back together. Yep. And like tickets for that show. I think those were like some of the, those ones weren't nearly as bad, but I think for in Chicago, they had some that were, if you wanted to be lower level, they were like almost like 600 bucks. It was like, damn, like that's a lot for any, you weren't even like close, close. Like you were lower level, but like not right there. I was like, Jesus. So, I, and again, maybe that's the old person to me talking. It was like, oh, I would pay, you know, a lot of money to go see Blink-182. But apparently Taylor Swift is still dominating as far as ticket sales because people haven't seen her since 2018 and now they're ravenous well, to get their didn't, tickets. Well, didn't she just release a new album or something like that? I, I did. I didn't listen to it because I'm not Thompson. I'm not a Swift. It is actually kind of catchy. I would say, yeah, I would say Swiftie of, of the songs that i've heard off of this new album it's probably her best work since red oh if you know that album i don't know that album you know that album i know you know red i might know a song (laughs) off of it i don't know uh that was the that was in college arc that was in college when she released that but that was the um i knew you were trouble when you walked in Oh yeah, that was that album. I know, the, the one that was famous for like the goat. Shake it off. Goat. No, no, no. I would, the 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 goat one. Yes, yeah. What do you mean goat? Uh, so, we're, people made memes because yeah, it was a meme, very meme heavy uh, song. Because it, it would like the chorus. Or, sorry, it became a very meme heavy she, song. She sang, and now I'm lying on the cold hard ground, and then she would just go oh, and, and then, then like threw in the screaming goats, and so the screaming goat was the thing instead of the that so, was that was freshman year because yeah. I remember playing that and blasting it in the dorm. But th- I'm pretty sure that was the same album with like Shake It Off, which is still a very popular song. So, anyways, yeah, I hear that every Monday for you. <laughs> Shaking off the Monday blues. That's how I start my Monday. Shaking off the Monday blues. So anyways, I, um, yeah, we'll see where this goes with Ticketmaster I mean, and I think Taylor it, Swift. I, think I mean, it is, it is, I, it could go to antitrust. We'll see. I don't think so. I mean, they've been doing this shit forever and it's, it's say- never changed. Every fucking concert they do, you know, all that is the, 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 immediately, the bot thing is a big issue. Like that is, that is factual. That is a terrible issue, but. Do the recapture things where it says I'm not a robot? Do those just not work anymore? It's not necessarily that those are always necessarily hey. there. Like it, they don't they don't require that on every single time you would log in or do something like that. But yes, there is like you can probably get past that pretty easily. I'm gonna oh, say great. this with I'm gonna say this with absolutely zero evidence to back it up. But I heard something about the I am not a robot thing, and it was essentially that 
if you look into what those things actually do, it's almost like they are browsing your search history to make sure that it's not a bot. Like, based off your browsing history, they can tell, like, no, this person goes to different websites and they do this. So they have internet activity that makes them not a bot. Because I, because I, some I, of, some of them tell you about that. some of them don't make you do like the picture thing. No, some of them don't. I mean, they're all di- like the the whole point of like the whole capture thing is to try and stop <laughs> bots from doing it. So that's why some of them are still using the older archaic where it's just like the weird letters that have kind of weird fucking like Ooh, and there's stroke, a line stroke, through yeah. it. Yeah, but the yeah. thing is, is that you can also just hit a button that just speaks it out to you and then it just tells you the fucking letters or numbers that are in it so if you can just have that happen you can easily tell what the Thompson hasn't is. made it through a website yet yeah starts nope. sweating coolant but I, to be like to just like oh, the whole God. ticket message thing was I went to a concert of a very I would say not popular individual a couple like a month and a half ago and I almost ran into trouble where like it was like oh yeah there's so many more people in line than you I was like how like, not many people know him as an artist. How the fuck would this ever be a problem? And then, so I had to choose a different day because the first day sold out somehow. And then I found out the next day that I was like, oh, yeah, the resale, all it was just fucking resale. I, I remember when Morgan Wallen came to Indy, um, general admission tickets were like three to five hundred dollars. General admission tickets. It's a lawn, lawn ticket. Yeah. yeah. You're sitting in some mud if it's raining. Yeah. So that's, that's, crazy to me uh speaking of crashing things because we were talking about crashing do, i'm sorry are, are you are you ready no, for your I'm topic ready. No? i'm okay, ready let's go oh, let's, no i'm ready let's go I'm to ready. your topic then. Let's, break, let's break it up a little bit all right have you heard of the line yes the, the line the yes. line yes do you know what i'm referring to yes a nice geometrical Two points connected by. This probably line. would have been better to go off the guitar part of this. I know, I know, it would have been, but, but yeah, it's all right. I, I'm sorry. Take it away. Way to go. No, I'm just kidding. Um, you would. Have, I, I didn't tell you what the topic was. I like keeping my topics like Wait, secretive. I'm absolutely riveted by whatever the line is referring to here. So the line is this new building. Oh, okay. Have you heard of it now? I've heard of that. Yeah, the 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 name is like very ambiguous. Could be anything, right? Oh, that's why Qatar and it's, yeah, it's in see the middle Middle East. Yeah. Yeah. I'm connect- yeah. connecting yeah. the dots. The line, line. The like a line. All right, all right. Yeah. Now we're all on the same page. <laughs> so, <clears throat> for all those who have not heard of it, the line is this new. I'm going to call it like a building or a couple of the buildings um, that Saudi Arabia is already started building uh, from what I have seen. Um, and it's this building that is um, basically composed of two sets of walls that each or each wall is 500 meters tall, which is like 1600 feet. I That's think ridiculous 1600 feet, which that would be taller than the one world observatory that we went to. The not observatory, the yes, but not the the as tall as the, the building itself is seventeen hundred and seventy six feet tall, so a little bit shorter than that. But you've got a wall on either side going out a hundred kilometers, and in between those two walls there is a two hundred meter gap between them, so an eighth mile. That's not, an eighth that's of a mile. Not in very between. wide. That's, no, it's not very. It's wide. It's not very wide. But you have all of this 
room up and down. So the idea is that you have all this living space where you basically take a city that is typically like very widespread. If you think about a normal city, it's a bunch of small, short buildings where you take the whole thing and you squeeze it down. And so this thing stretches out 100 kilometers from the Red Sea inward to uh, in into Saudi Arabia. And so the whole thing is supposed to be very green. It's supposed to be, supposed to be carbon neutral, which I think is pretty crazy because it's going to take a ton of resources and to everything just build. to build a ton it. of diesel engines yeah. To, yeah, <laughs> to build just this to thing. move all that sand and dirt and whatever. Yeah, imagine trying to cool those um, construction vehicles in the middle of a fucking desert. Yeah, it's insane. And but it's supposed to offer, you know, living space, office space, working space, uh vacation, whatever. Um and then there's supposed to be a high speed rail that should take you from one end to the other in 20 minutes. Um I don't know. It's insane. In in the outside of it, literally looks like a mirror. Like it's crazy. Are you allowed to leave this place? Because it sounds kind of uh, like a prison. There's no it's, airports it's, there, bud. There's no airports. Yeah, like because as soon as you leave the wall, all this all of a sudden I'm you in the desert. It's just a line. There's just a line from the Red Sea inward. Which looks like how are you going to collect trash? Like. Listen, that's somebody else's problem. Yeah. I'm just that was going to be their problem. Like, how are you going to collect trash? Like, there is no airport. Yeah. How for vacation? How am I supposed to get there? Like, I, I'm afraid if I took a bus there, and then like I like because I I can't fly there because there's no airport. So I take a bus there. I get inside the wall, and all of a sudden you're a citizen now. No, le- you're no worried even. about being trapped there. I think it sounds you can like see a the prison. World Cup there. I think it's. How? Where? 200 meters wide? You could barely fit enough. Like, that's barely enough for a, a soccer field. No, it's going to be no. outside. It's going to be on the other side. On the desert side? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's their own World Cup. It's the Lion World Cup. A little different. <laughs> it's only played in the sand. Dude, I... I We put Lion Ball in here. Yeah, Lion like, Ball. I get the idea of, like, oh, having a sustainable city and all that kind of stuff, but I, I don't like this idea at all. The whole idea behind it is to... So, Saudi Arabia is typically known for oil and mm-hmm. everything, so they want to be a more carbon-neutral country, and they want to get away from that, but um, their whole idea is they want to bring in more tourism, and they're hoping that this is what does it. They want to be known for more than just oil. Would you go there? Would you go to this line? Like, I mean, on a vacation? It would be kind of interesting. I don't I would know that I would go, go to Saudi first. Arabia right now. <laughs> I'm not going to be the first one to visit. That's for damn sure. No, no. Ugh. I just, I don't. Oh, I didn't even tell you the cost. I forgot about that. The cost of the, to build the to whole build thing? To build this, yeah. Okay. I've heard anywhere from 500 billion to mm. 1 trillion. Oh. Seems kind of cheap. For an entire city? Yeah. No. Yeah, because yeah, I forget the population. That's going to go over budget. I forgot what the population density said they were for it, but. That is. I don't know how wide the One World Trade Center. Two hundred meters this, is not. I feel like you're gonna feel. I would get claustrophobic. I feel like. Yeah. Because if you're if you live at the bottom of this wall, do you see the sun? Like like, or, or are they just building above you? Only, like, do only you at live the middle in, of the day when the sun's coming directly down on yeah, you. Yeah. Do you like? Yeah. Do you live in darkness? Well, are you a, are you a rat person? Like it's in a New York City to or live higher up? I'm guessing. Yeah, so. Also, it's going to be a privilege. Like the space that's closest to the water is going to be the most expensive. 
it's just crazy. I don't like this idea at all. I, it seems like one of those things that's... I, I can't believe they've, they've already started building it because it just seems like one of those things that's so far-fetched and so unbelievably un, uh, unrealistic that it's like, why would you even start? I just feel like they're going to force people to live there. I don't even think like people are going to choose to live there. I feel like this is just going to be a forced thing. Hey, you're living here now. Like, hey, you remember that city we used to have? Yeah, now you're living here. I just... I don't... I don't like the idea. I it You're not I mean you're not going to be forced to live there. You don't know that it's Saudi Arabia. Have you been to Saudi Arabia? No, for good reason. Cuz you don't want to be forced to live there. I don't want to be forced to live in there. No, <laughs> so, you'll be all right. Anyways, I I don't know. I've heard of it. I'm very skeptical. I don't think I'm vacation like Sean said. I'm not going to be the first one to vacation there. Like No, no. It's it, I mean it's going to be years and years. They're supposed to supposedly have people living there by 2030 that's pretty cool seven seven years from now not a chance not a chance there's no way no well the no you absolutely could the job site but you, you're you're about. acting you're acting like they would have to be 100 percent done with it before that's where they're at right now well yeah but you could build a quarter of the wall and yeah. then and then like just keep building out you know i mean like you you constantly you got to run electric. Well, no, you don't have to. It's supposed to be run off renewable energy, so a lot of solar panels. Uh, all I'm saying is, like, it doesn't have to be 100 percent done for people to move in. They could build a quarter of the wall and then move people into that, and then just keep building out and then move yeah. people in. Essentially, they took Halo and just stretched it out. <laughs> it's it's like it. Halo crashed out of the space and then laid flat. That's uh, what it is. They're they're crazy. They're trying to create there, Halo on Earth. I don't, I don't get it. Um, you're living there, dude. I I would not. I know you are. Zero chance of me ever living in the line. Ever what? You, you don't blast, believe me? You <laughs> blasting your Taylor Swift albums on? I think Taylor Swift's illegal in, in Saudi Arabia. I don't think. What made you say that? I don't know. Oh. What, well, I don't, anyway, I, I yeah. don't know what's legal and what's not inside. Do you? Do you? No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. All right, FTX. All right, let's get on to that. He loves his. I was I was enjoying talking about the line. No, well, we I, could, we could stay. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, FTX, and I don't know how much you guys have heard about what happened. So FTX, the crypto exchange is now bankrupt they have filed for bankruptcy it is uh it is no more and i don't necessarily care that they're bankrupt or anything about that i'm more interested in this kid's background sam bankman freed banker freed whatever his name is sam yep. bankman freed fried and freed freed and all of the stuff that led up to this so crypto has been around for a little while. You know, you've got a whole bunch of other, you know, you've got Coinbase, you've got Binance, you had FTX, uh, you've got Gemini, like you have all of these different exchanges. This one intrigues me because of the fact that it was run by a bunch of people 30 years or younger. So the CEO was 28 and it was his girlfriend, his ex-girlfriend, I think. And then he started this company. But I think it's crazy. Do you know what his parents did for a living? 
Mm-mm. They were tax lawyers. Okay. So if you look at his parents, let me pull up the article real quick. Um, so his mother was is a professor at Stanford, and she teaches courses in federal income tax, legal theory, tax policy, distributive justice, and moral psychology. So she's pretty good at blurring lines. His father, also a Stanford law professor, has written dozens of books and papers on topics like tax shelters, progressive taxation, and wealth taxes. Seems kind of interesting for somebody who's in crypto. It's not tax evasion. It's tax sheltering. Exactly. Wealth sheltering. So I, I find it very interesting that the guy who is the founder of one of the biggest crypto companies yeah. at the time in the world has a background of parents who are essentially people who teach people how to get out of doing taxes and all that kind of stuff. Um, also, have you seen any of these interviews from his ex-girlfriend <laughs> essentially no. claiming, yeah, we did really didn't do any analysis or anything like that. Like, no, we- I think the whole thing was just a marketing scheme. I mean, it's, it's, you, with how many influencers there are out there right now, you could push any product you want, especially with crypto. I don't think there's much regulation behind the crypto. Um, you can push as much out there, and people are going to buy. They're going to do whatever you say. It's an exciting market, something new. If you say, go do this, they're going to do it. So... That's why there are all these different cryptocurrencies that were coming out. There's a new one every week just trying to bring people in. And so you just pump it up, boom. And then they're like, oh, well, we don't really have the infrastructure to try to maintain this, and the business falls apart. So all they spent their money on was advertising. Well, they spent, well, not they only spent, that. They spent a ton of money on advertising. So they. <laughs> Budweiser coin, yeah, I like that one. So they, Bud coin, like the the C suite level that ran this company, uh, according to the New York Post, essentially they were part of a cabal of roommates. Like they had ten people. A what of roommates? Cabal. Is that a word? Yes, it. That is a word. I've never heard of that before. <laughs> yes. Sorry, I'm learning something new right now. So they were. What, part is, of, what is the definition of that? Can I have that, please? Sorry, I you wrong. looked it I, up. I you looked up Cabal, I, 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 and I just saw a Mortal Kombat character. <laughs> I, I put with a fucking K. My bad. Uh, no, it's a, just a group of people who are united in some close design, usually to promote their private views or interests. In, so, in would you ideology. say that the people that live in the line are a Cabal? A, a Cabal. Maybe? Uh, okay. uh, you could say even a cult is close, like promoting their own a. Uh, it sounds more like a harem to me. Well, no, a harem's one yeah, man and a bunch of women. Yeah, that's a different thing, man. No, 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 because they there was a whole bunch of like inner relationships okay. between all these people as well. So okay. harem might also actually work. But the point is, according right, so to this cabal. post, okay. it was a cabal of roommates, okay. and they were based in the Bahamas living out of a luxury apartment. And they... They didn't do any analytics. Essentially, they were just taking people's money in exchange for this crypto, right? It was an exchange, so they're taking in all this money. At one point, the company was worth $32 billion, and they essentially just said, sweet, and just lived their lives. But they didn't actually, like, 
do anything. Like they hired people to like keep the exchange running and stuff, but they didn't actually like uh Sam Bankman Freed tried to open up all of these different investment firms, all of them which also filed for bankruptcy shortly after. Yeah. They got like four hundred million dollars in investments. And Bankman Freed took three hundred million of that and paid himself back with it. He didn't invest it. He just said, "This is mine now." And nobody knew that this was going on until, for whatever reason, I don't even know what happened to cause the run on FTX, where everybody said, "I want my money," but everybody tried to pull their money out at once. And I think the pending think I, recession well, was I, probably I, a big well, one. I but, thought it was like. Um, there was like it was another exchange Binance. I thought that was what Binance was supposed it. to invest. Well, no, no, well, Binance they, was going to buy them. No, well, after it, they went bankrupt, but it, then they sold everything that they had of it. What FTX sold or Binance did? Binance did, and so I think after Binance started to sell, that that's when everyone was like, "Well, if they're fucking selling, then I got to get out of this." And so I think that's what kind of started all of it. So now they're eight billion dollars in debt because they backed out of buying them. That was the whole point of it. Was that like they said, "Okay, we got them, we'll do it," and then all of a sudden they sell all of the fucking holdings mm-hmm. they have, and then oh yeah, we're not actually buying them, and then everyone else starts selling. So he was interviewed, uh, not uh, maybe last week, and this might be one of my favorite quotes. Uh, you would have thought that I'd be getting no sleep right now. Instead, I'm getting some. It could be worse. That was a quote from this man that is now $8 billion in debt and ran essentially a a fraudulent company. Well, he himself is not $8 billion in debt. No, the company the is. The company is. But he also ran, I think, in my opinion, a fraudulent company. Like, he, he wasn't... I don't know why we're all, like, surprised, though. This is I mean, literally happened it, it's, every fucking time for... In yeah, time it, but, but, like, this is Enron meets Bernie Madoff meets, like... <laughs> I, don't, I, don't think it's, I don't think it's too far off of any of that. It's, it's just the dollar amount is more, yes, but that's because inflation has really skyrocketed since then. You, you put real-world money between, behind Enron or Bernie Madoff or any of these other bullshit, it would probably be very comparable. It's just people are caught up in stupid headlines they want to get rich quick they hear fucking crypto they hear all this other dumb shit they dump their money they dump their money into it and then when they don't make money they cry about it like that's how it goes and the the guys that start it they're like well guys shouldn't have been idiots i'm going over to my private island that i bought two years ago like fuck you like it's just how every single story like this last five years i feel like is that same bullshit all of it is i forgot to lump elizabeth holmes into this as well like it's all of yeah, like the fraudulent. She's in it. Oh no, no, no I thought you were meant FTX <laughs> as well. I was like, oh god, no, another no, no. layer. I feel like it's how many layers are there to this cake? No, I feel like it's, it's awesome. Enron meets Birdie Madoff meets Elizabeth Holmes. Like, Versus, there's, there's so many companies over the last. Like, that's my big thing with all these companies now is it's so easy to get a billion dollar evaluation for your company if you're doing something that's oh, disrupting the industry. You're it's doing the dot com bubble all, all so, over again. So my last, my last point. <laughs> Why are we shocked? My last point on this before we go to the last call is essentially. Like, we know a lot of people who work extremely hard in their lives, right? Like, they go to work every day, and they <clears throat> they grind, and they work very, very, very hard. Yeah. And th- in, in reality, they will not be worth anywhere near what this kid was worth. No, they won't. And it, it's crazy to me, because it, it sounds like he just, like, 
I don't know, started something, got lucky, got investors, and then all of a sudden he's a billionaire. Yes. But it's like, yeah. Like, do you think realistically that one of the three of us could act, or any of us, the three of us, could do that? No. Where we, we come up with something and then we are able to sell it well enough where we build a billion, even if we're full of shit. Stars would have to align. Things would have to go really right. You have to know people. I'm sure his parents knew people to push it in the right direction. No, it's like from where we're at now, no. Like I am probably one of the most unapproachable people you'll ever fucking meet in public. But I also I'm not a salesman. I don't. I'm not selling anything. I'm never trying to sell anybody on any kind of bullshit. It's, these people, yeah. like every time you see these stories, they're very rarely someone's like, oh yeah, like you know I was. I was a poor kid that grew up somewhere randomly. No, it's like, oh, I was a rich kid. I went to Harvard because mommy and daddy got me in there. I met all their friends. I sold all of those idiots on a stupid idea that I had that I thought I sounded smart on. They put a fuck ton of money in, and everyone else saw the rich people put a fuck ton of money in. Now they want to put money in, and then all of the layman's after that. Like, oh, yeah, let's just keep putting money in. Like, I hardly ever see a con man from just very small, minute beginnings actually make it that far it's just people that already had money that think, make it that far yeah i think it's, the, it's the con men the rich con men that are able to make it that far yes like oh. you hardly like tell me the last time you saw somebody that it, who you could con as a con man like you say oh yeah that guy for sure was fucking selling things that were fake that made it that big you never do i it's, think there's yeah it's, it's like oh yeah though that guy he, you know i'm i'm fucking Donald Trump, I got a small loan of a million dollars from my father. Like, a small loan of a million dollars? Are you, are you shitting me right now? Like, yeah. that's not a small loan. That's more than a lot of people see in their lifetime. I think there's a lot of companies out there that are just purely driven by marketing. And they have really good people that that run their marketing team that know people to also push it. Or, you know, just pull push bullshit on their product that doesn't actually do what it says it does. I do like Schaefer's quote here. If you owe the bank a million dollars, it's your problem. If you owe the bank a billion dollars, it's their problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the worst case is that like if he somehow gets on the hook for all of this, he goes to jail and he still doesn't have to pay back the fucking money. Well, and I know we, we touched a little bit on Alex Jones owing a billion dollars and then another judge gave him another $500 billion settlement or whatever so he was like 1.5 billion dollars it's like it's just funny money like that, it's, that's it's the thing it's so like so unrealistic like that money doesn't it's never going to be paid because no. you can't there's no way no. so anyways all I, i'm saying is you know who's going to really do well out of this that kid netflix no i feel a netflix special coming documentary that's coming out netflix is like all right i feel it here it comes. All the interviews are going to be coming our way. Yeah. So. All right. Well, it's that time of the night. What time of the night is it? It is the last call. Last call. This is the last call for alcohol this evening. Drink up, drink up, drink up, and order again. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is the last call on the last call podcast, where every week we do a little something different. This week. Uh, I don't know. I think it could be fun. I'll I'll see how creative you guys are. I'm I'm looking at my list and I'm thinking I'm not as creative as you know I would have liked to have been. But <laughs> here we are. So this week, what we're gonna do is we're gonna name companies, and those companies, uh, they're all companies you know, have slogans that you may or may not be familiar with. But we decided we're <laughs> sorry. We we are going to essentially redesign their slogans to fit what we think of that company 
and what we think is a realistic slogan for that company. So I think you'll get the premise once we get into it, but let's start off with company one. Are you guys ready? You guys got your lists up? Yep. Are you going to, you, and you're going to read the, I'll read the, the phrase now, or at least the one that we could find. The one that I could find. Some of them were like old or weird or whatever. So if they're not the current phrase, they're at least a slogan that they had. So let's start with McDonald's and everybody knows the, I'm loving it. You gotta do it. Do it. Like you're a Taylor Swift fan singing your lungs out. I, I, golden lungs. I've sang once too many on this podcast Do already. It. I'm not singing singing the tagline. So McDonald's is I'm loving it. So what I want you guys to do is read me off the redesigned slogan for the company based off of a, like a realistic slogan. Oh, my, none of mine are realistic. At okay. All. Well. It's all just very critique of the company itself. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's, what, that, that's essentially what I wanted it to be. So. Yeah. Go for it. So what you got, Sean? So for, Mc, of, for McDonald's. Instead of I'm loving it, I said want to save on embalming costs for your funeral. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, man, that is not the route that I... Wow. Okay, I'm scared for the rest of yours. All right. Uh, mine was, uh, no, we don't have ice cream. <laughs> See, that's 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 critical. That's yeah, but it's not do. embalming fluid. <laughs> they have. If you've seen those pictures of fucking burgers and shit after like a year of sitting out in the open, they still look the same. They look pristine. Yeah. I'm really cheap. Yeah. Thank you, Schaefer. Mine was. It was near the gas station. <laughs> Are they always? Uh, they're almost yeah. always in the gas station, are, yeah. Yeah. or in the gas station. Yeah. So, next one we have is Chipotle, where <laughs> the slogan is "For real." That's a bad phrase. That is, uh, is that really theirs? Yeah, because it's no like you no, know, it's because like all of our ingredients are real and stuff. So they are. I, I, yeah, I do so see them. I'm pretty sure it's. Uh, I'm pretty I'm sure it's for. I'm pretty sure it's for real. Oh. Or it's yeah. Oof, gross. So, anyways, Chipotle. What you got, Sean? I said even after 29, 29 years in business, we still don't know how to fucking make queso. <laughs> They didn't come out with queso until like 2018 or 2017. I think queso's been around for a very long time. I agree. <laughs> I agree. But they didn't have their own queso. They, until they, like what did you say for real? There's no way that they're just melting down white Lego bricks as their queso. Like that's that's what it has to be. It's just disgusting. It was it was pretty bad. I don't throw queso from Chipotle on my meal. It's gross. It ruins it. I also have to pay for it, so I'm out. Yeah, that's a money hack for you. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right, where what's yours? Uh, mine is simple and to the point. Heaven in a tortilla. Oh my god! You, you get you don't even get you get a ball. I know, but I'm gonna, uh, I, it's got to be it's got to be a. Uh, it's not just about me. It's about everybody else. I feel like most people get balls. You're not wrong, but it encapsulates the experience. All right, I say I said uh, Chipotle. We're better than you, and we let you know it. <laughs> I feel like Chipotle comes off as a little bit more pretentious than like a Qdoba. Qdoba is in every man's food, but Chipotle is like the, we're better than you. Even though I did switch to Team Chipotle, I feel like they uh, they let you know that they're better than you. Chick-fil-A, eat more chicken. So I said the most efficient religious organization out there. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not wrong because like I will order my food online. I can walk there and then I get it immediately. Just not on Sunday. Ironic, because uh, mine is only closed on Sundays to give the other restaurants a chance. <laughs> Fair enough. I said, everyone is welcome. 
Except some. I almost said God loves you. Quotation mark. With an asterisk. asterisk. It depends. (laughs) Next one. We... Who who did we ask why does Chick Fil A hate the gays? No, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that was a random question. I forget who we ah, asked that to. Bad. Oh my god. Next one is Costco, simplifying home and life. I said. Is that actually what their phrase is? I that's the one I found. Wow. I don't know. Mine was buy in bulk, waste in bulk. Because every time <laughs> I fucking see anyone that has a Costco membership, like yeah, I bought twenty pounds of eggs yesterday. I'm like. Why? 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 One, why? You don't you, like. Gotta like, get that protein. You're not feeding a fucking family like cheaper by the dozen. So like, it's two of you. Like, why did you buy so many fucking eggs and they end up throwing half of them out? So it, mm. I, Costco's a dumb. Sam's Club and Costco are just dumb places. Like, why the fuck do you need that? I don't need ten pounds of bacon. <laughs> you know what you do need? Hot dogs. Dollar fifty hot dogs are bust. Sam's Club started selling their hot dog combo for a dollar thirty-eight. Oh, see, whoa, oh, undercutting, yeah. undercutting in in an inflationary period. And Costco, that is bold. And Costco said, "We're not changing." Yeah. <laughs> My favorite thing is like the uh, Costco is. Uh, I've like, also never set foot in a Costco. Really? No, never. Okay, fun fact. Great money hack here. Oh. I, this is the, I know we're, we're we're going back. We're going back to this is about topics. to become a segment. Just money hacks. Yeah. Um. So typically, you need a Costco membership, mm-hmm. right, to mm-hmm. buy anything in there. Yes. If you want to buy alcohol, you can go in there and just walk in the front door. Just tell them you're there to buy alcohol, and then you can go buy alcohol for really cheap. There. That's a very weird thing, though. Like, it's, why? It's like, it's something like if they did that, it's like a. But is that a local? It's like a club or something like that. What? Like they have to consider themselves like. It's like just a weird. So Costco's thing. a nightclub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give me that glizzy. Let's go. <laughs> it's so. I uh, yeah. I don't know. It's something weird like that. But if you're there, you can buy alcohol without a membership. You can't buy anything else. You can only buy alcohol. You love that Kirkland whiskey. It's delicious. That's so but weird. What I was but what I was gonna say is, uh, I think at one point, like the CEO was like. If somebody or he's like, I'm not raising the price of a dollar fifty hot dog. Find another way to not raise it, like offset something else to make sure we keep the the hot dog at a dollar fifty. It's those Kirkland I'm like, golf clubs. I love that dedication. Balls. I love that dedication. Kirkland golf balls. I've heard they're good. So well, they're, I've heard they are essentially uh, tailor made or or something like they come from the same factory as like a premier golf no, ball. No, they're yeah. like Pro V ones. Or yeah, yeah. That's they they like one of they the, get them from the same manufacturer and then they yeah. just. They label them differently. Yeah. They both go in the water the same. It's they, fun. They also, they well, yes, they do. Me, they do. For sure. <laughs> uh, I had uh, giving you more than you could ever use. So that's good. Similar, similar to what Sean said. Um, Apple, think different. Don't worry, it's the same as last year's. But professional <laughs> will make you buy it. Uh, offsetting dollar fifty hot dog savings or bust. That's what you had for Apple. Yeah, because they're offsetting the savings that I was getting by buying a dollar fifty hot dog. They're just okay. So because they're so we're, expensive. We're, we're putting a joke on the last one. Got it. <laughs> Get out of here! You Apple, <laughs> Apple doesn't care about Costco. <laughs> it's a okay. I, I know. God <laughs> didn't land. Tough okay. brutes. Um. Oh, I do have. A- I'm sorry. Where's your jokes? There we go. Oh, you. 
It, it wasn't uh, Yule. It was Soldier Boy. It wasn't Soldier Boy. No, I found that button. Um, right. I just said, "Good luck switching." LOL. <laughs> you are the switches. Uh, I honestly isn't that bad. Apple, it, they trap you pretty good. Like if you're no. if you you haven't you bad. both have i but i, I i've had both <laughs> macbooks or whatever well, i almost said iMac this is a work sponsored laptop okay whatever i i feel like apple like their sole thing is you just trap you and never let you go yes they they want you in your ecosystem that's that that is true here's uh next one we got google their slogan is don't be evil oh, that's weird yeah that, it, okay well i went so I said control control shift delete uh, winky face and for people on Windows machines that's how you get to your browser history and you can delete it uh, for Mac it's command shift backspace just throwing that out there because everyone knows what they use it for somebody save that off <laughs> just <laughs> just in case um, <clears throat> we know more about you than you do I said I, I said pretty accurate I said, we totally aren't listening to you. <laughs> you could put that for Apple, too. Yeah, that is true. Like, I love those commercials. Siri's a fickle bitch. I, she I always lo- listens to my conversations. I love those commercials for Apple. It's like, oh, we're more private than the other, you know, people. It's like, no, you're fucking not. I, here's a question. Ran, ran question. So you guys know the search engine DuckDuckGo? Yeah. Which was supposed to be like, not a, you know, like. Someone's you could, a fan of it here. Yeah. But but you know like it was supposed to be like an anonymous like search engine where like yeah, they couldn't track you and stuff it. like that. How are if they're not tracking you or selling your data, how are they advertising? How are they making money? I mean, you can put random advertisements out there. You don't have to necessarily have it they just, geared they're towards not, the individual. Yeah. So they're just not targeted. Yeah, they can just say, okay. "Oh yeah, you want to go." They're not here? using your history to look at things that or to put stuff in front of your face that is related to something you've looked at. Before. Interesting. Okay. Well, fair enough. Uh, we got Ford. Built for tough. I said our cars are a crowd favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Time out. Ugh, is, 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 is this uh, somebody drove a Ford through a bunch of people? Okay, so there's 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 a prevailing meme with Mustang owners is that they love to drive oh, their cars through at car yeah. meets through yeah, crowds yeah, yeah. of people. So that's why uh, I said our cars are a crowd favorite. Okay. That was a deep level joke. I like that. I like to go a little bit deep. Uh, lighter aluminum truck beds, just like your wallet. I said the only thing left in Detroit. I mean, they got some hockey. They got a little bit. No, they don't. Like, their, their hockey team is dog shit. Like it's there's. Trust we me. Sat in that airport and got a hockey puck for free. We did. And we did get a hockey puck. I have now a Detroit Red Wings hockey puck, which is worth nothing. Tesla, Th- this one was hard, and I I don't know if this is a mission. St- this one was easy. I don't no no no. I don't know if this was a mission statement or a slogan. I don't know if this is actually oh, what they're like slogan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Accelerate the advent of sustainable transport. That's it the only thing. I, right. That's literally the only thing I could find for their like quote unquote slogan. So uh, I said, "Too bad fit and finish can't be solved with an over in the air update." <laughs> Yeah. So nice. for for people that don't understand, fit and finish on a car is like you know they they and the Teslas have a very bad track record of like the car putting putting it together and there's gaps, there's other things in the interior like really bad. Software like the, is solid. The quality build, yeah, quality is not always there, but software is pretty decent. Tesla, shockingly expensive. 
<laughs> that's also very true. That's pretty good. I, I like that one. Thank you. Came up with it myself. I just said making hipsters feel good about themselves. Yeah, pretty accurate. <laughs> All right. This you one. You do that okay. little tap, 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 and the door comes open and you stick it in. All right. Stick it right in. I'm going to yeah. I'm gonna switch the. I, I put these two out of order because I want to hear the one, a particular one at the end. So I'm going to go to Lowe's. Oh, oh he's switching up for you yours. Switch, I'm switching up for content reasons. So when I tried to make a joke off of a previous one. We didn't like. Are you trying? Are you trying to make a joke off these no, last no, two? No, Do no, I need it? Okay, no. then we're fine. Okay. So I'm going to go with Lowe's. Okay. Lowe's. Do it right for less. Mine was your dad spends more time with us than you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to do something similar to that. It was like, we won't tell your wife that you you've been here for two four hours. <laughs> you've been here four times today alone. Yeah. Uh, but I put now accepting direct deposit. Uh, because I spent a lot of money there. You're not a Home Depot guy. I, I actually am a Home Depot, but well, that's Home Depot guy. Or an Ace I, Hardware. I feel like you have the Ace Hardware that's, that's close to you. No, Ace Ace. I'm not. A, it's convenient, but they're more expensive and have less options. I, I put. I'm Lowe, a Home Depot guy. I put Lowe's, the place you check if Home Depot doesn't have it. <laughs> there you go. I'd I say that's accurate. I, I feel like that's a. a Home Depot. Like, better. have you ever Home met Depot's somebody better. who's like? Have you ever met somebody that's like an adamant Lowe's person? Like, I don't know anybody that's like, oh yeah, I go to Lowe's every, you know. I don't think so. No, I, I, also, don't, I, I also don't know anybody that also goes to Home Depot or Ace or Tractor Supply or you name the potential hardware store here. Most of them just. I just went to the hardware store. They never see what the fucking hardware store was. I just went to the hardware store. But they don't want to start a turf war. It's like it's I don't true. want to start a debate. It's common ground. I I will say I went to I went to Lowe's at one point to buy a saw blade, and I was like, "Hey, I'm looking for this one to cut aluminum." And he goes, "Oh, we don't carry any here that cut metal." And I'm like, "Nobody." Like there's not one like I'm not just a like fucking one. I am like a DIY person like small stuff. I'm saying there's not one person out there in the world that works at a big company that does you know construction that is coming in here for metal blade and you don't have any of them. He goes, "No, they're all online." And I'm like, "Okay, well I'm going to go to Home Depot cuz I know they have it. I just went here cuz it was convenient." The the place you check if Home Depot doesn't have it, which is should have gone to Fastenal. Should have gone to Fastenal, I guess. Shit, right. fuck. You guys, you guys ready for this last one? Yeah, all right, got it. White Castle, what you crave? I said, we're just like your last ex. You never want anything to do with us until it's you're drunk at three a.m. in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we had Chipotle, heaven in a bag. Or heaven and a tortilla. I've got a uh, White Castle hell in a bag. I, I don't. I don't understand why you hate White it's Castle just so gross, much. Man. But I'm not I, putting that in my, my body. Mine was very similar. Oh, Taco Bell, dude. Yeah, yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> That's dog food. Little dog food. Yeah. I, I had some similar. Sean. I said sawdust. Get right. I said answering your drunk you up text since 1924. <laughs> <laughs> hey, their Valentine's Day premiere. 
put a little cloth on the table, <laughs> some candles. It's 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 fantastic. White Castle is an absolute staple of American culture. I don't care what you say. <laughs> I believe it's the first fast food restaurant ever. So just throwing that out there. Wichita, Kansas, I think roughly, maybe could be wrong. I, I'm not up to date on my White Castle nothing history. Nothing else but. to do in Kansas, so they came up with the fa- uh, the fast food. Oh, we're talking shit about Kansas now. Yeah. Fuck. No, there goes that Lost segment that of our We lost all of our fans <laughs> right. in Kansas. All right. Well, that was fun. I enjoyed it. Uh, if you, I'll post some. Uh, I'll post kind of what we said. We'll see if anybody else has some good uh, comments out there on the slogans of these various companies. But that's all we got tonight. Thank you all for joining us live. Thank you for listening to the podcast for the Last Call Podcast. I'm Aaron Thompson. That's Nick Warner. That's Sean. We hope you have a great fucking Friday. Bye, friends. Found a friend Closing time Every new beginning Comes from some other beginnings And yeah I know who I want To take me home I know who I want To take me home